No, it didn't. It did not look better the second time around. And fortunately for us, we've got a game on Thursday, so we've got to move on and get ready to play Detroit right now. Uh, we'll see what happens when he goes out on the field. I'm done with the update, so you guys will see him on the field. You guys can get it done. I gave you an update last week. I was wrong, so I don't want to be wrong again. So. Well, you, I mean, you're the head coach of the team. This is your starting quarterback. You don't know if the quarterback just, is We'll back. see what he can do on the field today. Yesterday you said that uh, you guys weren't ready to play on defense this morning on the radio. You said you didn't remember. Whatever, I, whatever I said. So, we just well, didn't so play. We didn't play well defensively. That's that's exactly what I meant. So whether I said we weren't ready, however it was, we didn't play well defensively. Uh, and obviously it was reflected in what Tampa Bay did to us offensively. Why is Kiko Alonso playing 54 snaps on Kiko? That's the rotation we have at the inside linebacker spot. Is he good to start right now? Uh, play a whole game, and I'm not sure about that. What's that, Mark? I still think we're bringing him along in terms of his uh, him progressing. The same thing with D'Amico, too. I don't think D'Amico can play a full game right now. Have you thought of shutting Kiko down at this point? Or? No, there's no thought of that at all. How was the decision made that Peters would play? What's that? How was the decision made that Jason Peters would play? He went out and worked out early before the game and felt like he was good to go and was cleared by the doctors. Who made the final decision that he would play? Ultimately, I make the final decision on who the inactives and actives are. So you make that decision. And then how about in the game, who decided that he would no longer play? We all did. Talked about where we were. Yeah, because I get input from him on how he feels. So we, we have a discussion. We have a discussion on how he feels, but I'm not going to make a player go play if he tells me he's hurt. So that's. Jeff, Bill, Bill was very hard on himself, and, and the way he coached yesterday, his calls. Um, what's your confidence level in Bill Davis? Right I've got now? tremendous confidence in Billy Davis. I think he's a hell of a football coach. Chip Josh Huff was only targeted one time, and that was on the 39-yard touchdown. Did, did he have some sort of injury during the game, or is there any other explanation? Not no, that? just kind of how it expressed in the game, the, the, what coverage dictates, how they're doing it. They played a lot of cover two against us, so they had guys up in the face over outside receivers, two safeties high over the top. Um, you know, So obviously you're going to work the ball inside a little bit more against that coverage. You have to make a concerted effort, though, when a guy has a big play like that just to get him involved later in the game? Well, they were playing man coverage on that. We didn't see much man after that. We saw a lot more cover, too, after that, and I think maybe that was the reason for that. So um, to make a concerted effort to throw a ball to an outside receiver and cover, two is, is not very smart. So to say that they did that on that specific play, we caught him in man coverage. Josh ran a little good slant route. Mark put it on, and we didn't see much man after that. We saw a lot, a, a ton of cover, too, in that game, which obviously by the score, I think people do that. You know, they're going to play back a little bit. They're going to play more zones. Uh, try to keep the ball in front of them, and they did a very good job of doing it. When, when you're struggling to make big plays and you're struggling to gain momentum, any thought to move him around in the offense, move him to, to the inside, put him in the backfield, just give different looks? Well, Josh has never practiced in the backfield, so to, to on game day to say, hey, let's move a guy to a position he's never played, that's that's just that's just not good football. He only got 17 snaps, though. He had 30. I thought he had more than that. I'll look at the numbers. Okay. But he's rotating. He was rotating with Nelson on the other side. Again, a lot of it's coverage dictated. So if you if you watch the tape, it's we didn't get much man free after that snap. You know, and specifically, uh, it was a lot more cover two, two high safeties, and guys rolled up on the outside receivers. So. We thought the matchups. You know, and talking to Billy and Corey and what they wanted to do, the matchups and trying to get bigs on the field and keep keep the miles. I mean, um, keep the Malcolm at safety. Is this where you expect it to be 10 games into your third season? No, not at all. I mean, no one's happy about what our record is right now, and um, all we can do about it is prepare and get ready to play Detroit. Wasn't having Malcolm in the slot uh, deemed a success? What's that? Wasn't having Malcolm checking the Every time we play nickel, we determine what the matchup is like and who's the best matchup. If you look at 
Biggs. Biggs has done a nice job when he's been matched up there on some of the things we did in this going into this game. That was the game plan going in. We felt the matchup. We felt up the matchup with with uh, Biggs in there. I don't think the matchup was good for anybody on our defensive side of the ball. So why, why is Keller Hart? Why did he play 32 snaps, 10 of which came on a pass rush? Excuse me. Why did Keller Hart play 32 snaps, <coughs> 10 of which came? We have a rotation that goes on on our defensive line in terms of who's in and who's out, and that's the way they've always rotated. It's been like that most of the season. I would think the numbers are pretty close to where they are most of the season. With respect to, to Jason and making the call as to whether he's going to play or not, how much consideration do you have to give to Lane and the fact that he would have to switch I give it to the injury of the player, so that that's not a consideration. And I think the question keeps coming up, but if a player tells me he can't play, I don't have the trump card to say you can play. You know what I mean? That's no. just, it doesn't work that way. No, so, you know, in terms of in terms of where we are, we have great confidence in how we do things, what Jason gets in walkthrough, and how many times, how many reps he got. He did get practice out of him last week, and we feel real confident. He's been in the league for a long time, so very confident in him and playing that. Lane has the ability to go both sides. Lane is more comfortable playing actually on the right side because he's got more experience on the right side. In Sanchez's case, why are, are these interceptions keep coming? Um, again, as we say it all the time, every, everyone's an individual throw, you know, and I think um, you know, sometimes it's expected coverage, what he thought. Um, and then you got a chance, you got to get a chance as, you know, as a quarterback coach and the coordinator head coach, sit down with the film and go through all that with Mark. What happened on, what happened on the interception before the half? We were just squeezed on the tight end, you know, and, and uh, um, I think he thought he could have got it in there. What should he have done differently there? Did he have open Not throwing it to Tampa Bay. Did he have open receivers? Yeah, he did. So if you guys were number three in the league in rugby that's going into Carolina. Yeah. Um, Number 25 now after four weeks. Mm-hmm. When you look at film, what do you see happening that wasn't happening? You know, I think when you look at the game specifically, and I'm not I'll just go back to the other games, but it was four runs. You know, four runs. I think for 185. Four, I know, but those four runs were the big. And we've not done that before. We've been people have have hit us for six, seven, eight, but we haven't had runs break and get out the backside. You know, and go for the distance that they went for, and that's a. Uh, you know, that was the thing in terms of that. We got, we got to do a better job tackling. We got to do a better job in our fits in terms of where we're going to be in gap defenses. Levante David said after the game that almost immediately after the snap, he knew the screen was coming his way on the pick six. Mm-hmm. Is there any concern, and how concerned are you about the predictability of your offense right now? I, I don't think that. I mean, we're, we're talking the 70th snap of the game or the 68th snap of the game. So, you know, at that point in time, they're playing deep zones. You know, usually when we're in that long yardage, we haven't really thrown, except for the two daggers we threw to Coop. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to get the ball down the field, and our most successful thing at that point in time, we'd hit a screen earlier for a touchdown for a 35-yard game. We had another big gain on it. Uh, the one we missed with Darren, I think, would have been another big gain. We had an opportunity for it. So, you know, I would say four times we were right, and one time he was right, and he made a great play on the play. So that's a, a credit to him. Don't know. Zach's in the protocol right now. He's been cleared to go to meetings, and we'll see where that clears us. The, the week goes along here. I know we do. We do know we're on a short week, though. Are you worried about players pointing fingers at each other when you see like guys yelling at each no, other? No, I mean that's just two guys, two two very competitive guys, and Darren and Mark, and they've patched it up. But I think they're both frustrated. But I'm not. I'm not worried about that overall as a team. I think that happens, and you look at it all the time. You know, it, it's funny when you win and that happens. Everybody says those two guys are really competitive. You know, when Tom Brady yells at Julian Edelman and they win the game, it's what a competitor the quarterback is. You know, if it happens when you're losing, it's, you know, there's infighting. But it was a isolated incident between two highly competitive players, and there's nothing else came of it. And those guys have, will both tell you the same thing. So. Yeah, because, because of the player, uh, because of what happened, do players like Najee Good and uh, Manuel Acho maybe merit some more playing time or some reps with the defense at all? 
right now, I think with the short week, we're going to go with what we had last week. You know, we got to prepare and get ready to play a game against Detroit. So there's, you know, we're not making any lineup moves at this point in time. Are you getting enough production from your top two directors? Well, I think Nelson's been hurt, so that's part, that's part of what happened in terms of where he is. And then uh, we're, we're starting to get uh, Eric in there. He played outside receiver, outside corner for us in dime yesterday. Really depending on what packages Billy's using on that side of the ball and how we match up with those guys. So. We'll see where that goes as we continue to go through the season. Chip, your kind of uh, emphasis is put on relationship building with the players, and do you feel like you have a, a tight enough bond with them to see you through, uh, you know, nasty downturns? Yeah, I think we. I mean, that's what this deal is all about. We're with our players consistently, and we spend a lot of time with our players in individual position meetings, uh, group settings, all those things. So I think, um, you know, we lost a football game. I don't think it's time to say, hey, did we don't believe this is this. We just we got outplayed, we got outcoached. Uh, didn't do a good job, um, you know, coaching in that football game, and, and, and that's what it is. But that's that's all it is, you know. And we we need to move forward. It's not we need to change how we set up our day or do anything like that. I think that's uh, you know we, we lost the game to a better team. We were out coached, so Chip, we're gonna move on and get ready to play Detroit. Chip, you you said you don't like to raise your voice to the players because they're grown men, but. As a head coach, you can make personnel decisions. I understand it's a short week, but over the last two weeks, have you contemplated anything about making personnel changes? No, not at all. And why not? Because I feel confident in the guys we have right now. Definition of insanity, doing the same things over and over again and getting the same I've results. never heard that before. Okay. Well, Thanks for sharing that with us. Well, it's Einstein, so I'm it, trying to be who? Einstein. Okay. Einstein. So, but... Do you ever look, I mean, you're... We lost two games. I mean, I, I think sometimes people panic and throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think we have a really good football team. I'm very confident in those football players. Honey, 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 honey. Thanks, Seth.